reporting on the specific signs Republicans hope for a red wave are receding ahead of the 2022 elections. What, what are those signs? Mika, it's been such a stark shift from last fall and earlier this year. Remember after that Virginia election, Republicans stormed a victory in the governor's race with Glenn Youngkin. They nearly won a stunner of a victory in New Jersey. They were so optimistic and bullish about a red wave. But now you have to squint very hard to see any signs of a red wave, as you all have been talking about on this panel. And the signs are everywhere. The most recent one was that special election in Hudson Valley, just north of New York City. Uh, that has been a bellwether district that has tracked the national mood for years. Democrats should have no business even competing there uh, if it was anything resembling a red wave climate. Yet the Democrat, Pat Ryan, won uh, against the Republican, Mark Molinaro, by a larger margin than President Biden won in 2020. That suggests something is going on. There uh, our poll shows that persuadable voters are trending toward uh, Democrats. They were in favor of Republicans by six points earlier this year. Now they're in favor of Democrats by three points, which is so unusual uh, in an election year for the party in power. We see the Republican enthusiasm gap shrinking in our poll as well, 17 points earlier this year to just two points now. McConnell, as you guys have been mentioning, downplaying his expectations in the Senate. He had that moment of candor talking about candidate quality. McConnell has these frank moments occasionally. He, he has a tendency to walk them back. He has to remain optimistic about Pennsylvania and Georgia. He's not becoming majority leader if Republicans lose those seats. Beyond that, you know, there's Republicans. The fact that Republicans have to spend even a penny in Ohio, as Joe was just mentioning, that state voted Republican by 12 and a half points more than the country as a whole did. That should be a wide open layup uh, this year in a year like this. Yet Republicans may be fumbling the ball there. They have to go in and prop up uh, J.D. Vance, rather than seeing him close to a victory. Now, what are the causes of this? Everyone is looking at the Supreme Court uh, abortion decision. That's been huge. That has galvanized Democratic voters. That has uh, woken up a number of uh, you know, abortion rights supporters who had taken this for granted maybe over years, maybe over decades. I think uh, declining gas prices have a lot to do with it. That was a reason that uh, President Biden's approval went down in the first place. And of course, the reemergence of Trump reminds independent voters who are very alienated by him that he's still out there, that he's still reasserting his dominance over the Republican Party, that he still controls this party to a large degree. And it is making it harder for Republicans like McConnell to make this a referendum on President Biden. It is actually playing into Democrats' hands in a sense of making this a choice between uh, Democrats, the party in power now, and what they call the MAGA Republicans, the Trump Republicans. You add it up, you know, uh, Republicans at this point should not feel too pessimistic. They still have a lot of opportunities given these slender margins to take control of Congress. But you can certainly see, a, a, you know, a, a road where they end up uh, losing the possibility of capturing the Senate and keeping it very close, if not even losing the House. Christine Greer, some of these candidates that seem so far right, so fringe, so big lie, so driven still by Trump will win. Um, what are the risks and the opportunities, but most importantly, the risks for Democrats moving forward toward the midterms? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm incredibly uh, worried that some of these candidates could win in November because obviously it sets us up for a very dangerous moment moving into 2024. We've got secretaries of state, we've got different gu gubernatorial candidates uh, who who believe in the big lie, who want to essentially do what Lindsey Graham is doing, which is speak to an audience of one, which is Donald Trump, because he comes with millions of uh, quasi rabid followers who will essentially do whatever he instructs them to do. And so I think it's really important for the Democrats to. Uh, 
galvanize their base. I mean, I, I think it was said, you know, a lot of Republicans, especially in the base, are looking backwards. It's imperative that these Senate candidates and gubernatorial candidates and Joe Biden really contextualize why it is that we have to look forward. What is at stake? It's not just about inflation and economics and gas prices. It is about the soul of our democracy. I know, you know, my students get tired of hearing this, that every election is the most important election. But in this instance, it absolutely is. If we don't get 2022 correct, we don't get 2024 correct. Because as Kevin McCarthy and the Lindsey Grahams have already said, if Republicans gain control of one or two parties, uh, houses in, in Congress, you know, immediately impeachment proceedings start. Who are we impeaching and why? It doesn't matter. Yeah. They've just said, we're going to start impeachment proceedings. It'll be lots of Hunter Biden. It'll be lots of emails and laptops. It'll be Hillary Clinton all over again. It'll be Barack Hussein Obama. We've seen this time and time again. And so we're seeing it even more. And so it's really important that if we want to actually move forward on policy, we need to make sure that some of these extremist candidates who have won their primaries uh, are, are not elected in, in November of 2022, but definitely not in November of 2024. Okay, welcome to the War Room. It's Tuesday, 30 August, the year of our Lord, 2022. And uh, there is an all-out assault on the uh, red tsunami, the 100 seats for 100 years. They're absolutely, totally panicked. And trust me, the reason they're panicked is uh, because they saw the sweeping school board victory. It says not some swing district that McCarthy and these guys kept Trump out of and said, don't come, don't get involved. It's not that. It's they saw the sweeping victories in the school board elections in florida and they're in total panic mode so now every day you're just getting the op research you're gonna get the psyops all of it we got to separate out the signal from the noise uh the professor there i think she's from fordham she's absolutely correct in saying that if uh when we take one of two houses or particularly the house which we're going to take uh they will start the investigations into the southern border the invasion of the southern border hunter's laptop all of it to bring about impeachment of proceedings on Joe Biden. That's going to happen. Of course, Joe Biden's going to go in front of the nation on Thursday night and trash talk MAGA. He's all cool with, they're all cool with Republicans. What they're not cool with is MAGA, right? He's he's okay with controlled opposition, but he's not okay with MAGA. We got a lot to get to. So what I decided to do was to ask uh, and bring in a, a man of incredible wisdom, Rudy the Great uh, Giuliani, the uh, greatest mayor in the history of New York. Uh, Rudy the Great. No, uh, Rudy. So first off, you know, and Ron Brownstein from the Los Angeles Times, they also put his stuff up at CNN. He wrote a piece, and I want a Denver, if Denver can please put it up sometime on the screen where Rudy and I chat, because there's a couple of pieces up, but I think his is the most profound. He said, look, uh, instead of uh, the Republicans are running on what Steve Cortez said, inflation, immigration, right, the economy and crime, and they don't make they don't mention wokeness because they don't want to talk about that. But that that's our set of issues. And uh, he says the Democrats have to run, and what they have to do. And it was reinforced by the professor from Fordham that said uh, we they have to run on uh, climate change, abortion and threats to democracy. Do understand the Democrats can't win unless they steal elections. I understand that gets under the skin, but that's reality. So when we win these secretaries of state- I don't think anyone that, better than you and ahead, I sir. understand that, Steve. We lived it, right? You and I lived that- Big time. Uh, in the foxhole, 
for quite some months, and we still are big evidence of big it. By, by the evidence. way, we're we're still we're still in a couple of foxholes in regards to that, <laughs> and we're never we're never giving up. Hold it, I want to talk now that you bring it up for either the FBI or anything like that. I want to you know Trump put out on Truth Social, and MSNBC's got up there right now a piece about how many Republicans agree. Trump put up last night that hey, because of the Hunter situation, because the FBI guy either getting fired or quitting because of uh, Facebook saying the FBI told him not to do it, that he wants, you know, that he won and he wants another election immediately. I, I keep saying the Biden or the Biden electors can't get certified. They're not going to be Trump election. We don't need another national election. It's called a, and I keep trying to get this into people's minds. It's a contingent election. It gets kicked. You're not going to flip the Biden electors or Trump electors. You're going to not be able to certify the Biden electors. And by yes. not certifying the Biden electors, the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and our beloved Constitution have a have a have a way that what's supposed to happen. That is a contingent election in the House of Representatives where you vote by state party delegation. And guess what? Even with Liz Cheney voting Wyoming for the Democrats, I think we still win 26-24. So yes, we, we heartily believe what President Trump said because we don't think we know that the Biden electors can't be certified in Arizona or Georgia or the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania or Michigan or Wisconsin, those five states. That gets us below 270. That means you got to have a contingent election. So let's do it. Let's, have, let's start the contingent election, uh, you know, this week. Let's do it. That's what we should do. And MSNBC suck on that. No, it's not another national general election. And it's not flipping those electors to Trump. There should be another election, and it's it's set up. What did they understand? By the way, Jamie Raskin knows this. He goes on TV all the time. In fact, he corrected me. He says, Bannon's wrong. It's not 27-23. Liz Cheney would vote. Uh, she's the one delegate from, from, from Wyoming. And by the way, I give it to Jamie Raskin. You're right on that one. I give that one to you. So we win, what, 26-24. So, but that's the, that's the election we should have. Rudy, get us up to date on, on the PSYOPs. You've been doing this a, enough times where they're trying to suppress our vote now by getting everybody terribly plus and depressed. And they're saying the more you talk about Trump, the worse it's going to get. Rudy the Great. Well, uh, the PSYOPs of, uh, of, of the Democrat Party are uh, amateurish, and I, we should have figured them out almost from day one. Now they're, it's projection. They, uh, they uh, try to take the, the heat off the things they did wrong, unethical crimes, who knows what else. And they charge us with it. So uh, right now, where the uh, uh, half uh, fascists, where the semi-fascists. So first of all, what's a semi-fascist? You're either a fascist or you're not. And they're the ones who are acting like fascists. So they put it on us. They put the no, whole thing. No, they're not. Wordy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They're not acting like fascists. They, they are fascists. They oh, want. No, no, they I, want. I, they, they like big tech oligarchs. They like big media oligarchs. They, they like concentration of state. They like concentration in state capitalism and total authoritarian rule. They are truly fascists. They, they, they have taken no the Mussolini and Hitler model and perfected it. Right. One hundred percent, and they're and they're doing it uh, uh, day in and day. Uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago is a general warrant. It would fit the definition of George III's writ of attainder. Uh, I don't want to get terribly historic or, or uh, technical, but it's about as close to a writ of attainder as we've had since the 18th century. Uh, it gives itself away by providing 18 days in order to uh, execute it. 
Therefore, it says on the face of it, this is nothing important. You don't take 18 days to go get nuclear material or a gun. The FBI took an entire weekend to get around to doing it. Headline, affidavit, warrant, not so important. Uh, it completely blows what they were doing there. I mean, and the, real the reality is they're getting desperate. This whole idea of paying so much attention to us, not just you and me, but the whole thing, all the, everything on CNN and MSNBC is about, they're, they're, they're afraid as hell. They, they know, they know beyond a, this poll or that poll, the essential movement of the American people when it's been engaged is to resist being dominated. Look how that lady you interviewed went right back to the pandemic. She saw the connection that you and I have been making for two years. She got it. This is this is what they were doing all through the pandemic, act, acting like fascist dictators. Now they're taking it big time. He he passes one of the most significant financial actions in American history, this forgiving of the loan. It's an amount of money never forgiven. He has no legal authority to do it. And he does it by dictate. Only dictators dictate. <laughs> it should be done by vote. Every childhood a uh, student of history and civics knows the power of the purse belongs with the legislature. He's robbed it, and think about this, from his own legislature. Imagine what he'd do to a Republican legislature. He, he's afraid of letting them vote on this, really, uh, you know, take from some people, give to other people, which is inherently unfair, immoral, illegal, and by the way, about as clear an indication that he's become, in, in effect, a communist. Uh, take from some, give to the other. And he decides. Do you the get, state They're trying to get us not to talk about Trump. They're, they're saying that any discussion about Trump, that this shifts the center of gravity away from, like, people can't keep two things in their brain at the same time. Do you believe that? Do you believe the discussion of Mar-a-Lago and what this police state, the Gestapo move by the FBI? On I President don't, Trump I, and uh, do I believe it's a Gestapo move by the FBI? 100%. Uh, from things that people who haven't been federal prosecutors uh, wouldn't even look at or realize, like the 11-day delay. That I mean, I've been before many magistrates and federal judges on warrants for real crime, serious crime. People going to die in a couple of days. They don't put down three days, four days, two days. Like they put down. Here's the word: fourth with. That means yep. get your backside out of there and get there and save those people's lives. You don't you don't break into a president's home unless there's no other way to do it. They don't demonstrate in the affidavit there's no other way to do it. And then this general warrant thing, nine hours. Rudy, yeah, nine hang, hours. hang over a second. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with Rudy Giuliani. You're absolutely correct. This is what the British and George, this is what we fought a revolution over, right? So the British couldn't come in and kick down your door like the FBI does. Short commercial break. Rudy the Great, after the break. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices. And supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. 
You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com. Promo code WARROOM. You go there, you got the kids going back to college. Still a couple of three of them haven't gone. Even if they're back, you got a kit out the room. Remember, you're keeping the room and the soccer trophies at your house. You're sending them out uh, into the world, into the cold, cruel world. So make sure they got a pillow, a blanket, some new sheets, all of it, plus a topper. Don't want them sleeping on some college mattress. Put a topper on there. But here's the bottom line. Just go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. The great Mike Lindell, the armor-piercing shell, and, of course, that great American manufacturing company up in Minnesota. Love Minnesota. Let's keep the production lines full. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Rudy, uh, I got a bunch of stuff to go through, and I got Miranda Devine going to follow us, but I know you're jammed for time. I got, Lindsey Graham said the other day, you know, hey, if Trump gets indicted, uh, there are going to be riots. Uh, that hurts our case, and here's the reason. Yeah, yeah. Correct me yeah, if I'm wrong. You're you're the most you're right. revered right. prosecutor in the history of New York. You're the most revered prosecutor in the history of New York. You put the mob away, the five families. You see the movie The Godfather, everybody? Rudy Giuliani, guys around the table, the, fi- the five families. You see the five families? Rudy put them all in prison, right? Maria he brought up the five families. <laughs> you see? <laughs> you're, checking her, you're checking her Italian bona fides. <laughs> Sicilian. How Sicilian is she? Watch the knives. Watch the knives. Okay. Rudy, we correct me if I'm wrong. Don't we have the law on our side so overwhelmingly in this fiasco, this farce, this, this presidential records spat? That's what it is. It's a spat that... Why is Lindsey Graham and these in these uh, these wimpy Republicans? We don't need rights. We have two thirds of the nation. The, the, we have momentum. We have the we have the policies. We got the issues. B- Biden's going up tomorrow to call half the nation, sixty two thirds of the nation, fascist. Bring it, Joe. Let's go. Let's roll. Why are no, we? Why no. are these? Why are these nerdy Republicans talking about they're going to be riots, Rudy Giuliani? Well, I'll tell you, here, here's the difference between us and them. And some of it has to do be, uh, because they're, they're led by evil people who have no morals. And we have people who question things. You know, we, we, we take a little time for things like, is this right? Is this wrong? And in that period of time, they take advantage of. It. So ultimately, we're not as united. So if this had happened to them, right, if Trump had said they're semi-fascist, every Democrat would have said the same thing the next morning. Right, right, right from Scarborough and uh, whatever her name is, who can't remember things, 
and then everybody it, else. Hang on, hell, whoa, whoa, Rudy, Rudy, come on, that's my, come, come on, Mika, it's morning. Oh, you Mika. like her? You have don't a be, crush on Mika? Don't be sliding. Don't be sliding. No, she's brilliant. I'm she carries the show. Come better, on, it's morning. It's morning, Mika. It's morning, Mika. Not morning. morning Mika. Go, but okay, I, well. I, I, I digress. Go ahead. The point is the same line, right? Uh, quid pro quo, no quid pro quo. Uh, sell out to Ukraine. Every one of them says it from the first guy in the morning to the last guy at night. Sounds amateurish. Sounds like you should almost see through it. And by the end of the day, they got their people on one page. And that page adds up to 40% sometimes, 38. It could occasionally go over 50. It could go down to 37. We come out with five different versions of, it. you know, yeah. uh, Lindsay is thinking about it and, and, and reading about it. Uh, then we get, you know, from the way out, we get, uh, we, we get the, uh, the, the, the people who were with the Cheney's, uh, and the Kissingers who are s still seen as Republicans. We get the thoughtful people. And then we get a couple of the real fighters like, like, uh, Jordan, right? I mean, he's there right in the center, just like you and I would be. He's got the best instincts, I think, of, of all of them. But we're diffuse. And in a war, I mean, that's like they're attacking our main line and we're saying, oh, maybe they're not really. Let's go around over here. Yes. Let's go over here. Yes. Let's go over here. I, I'd rather yes. go here. We've got to yes. unite this party. And that's yes. why Trump being the voice is so important. And that's why they want him out. Trump gives, The minute Trump says something, they might, have, might as well not have said anything. He becomes the voice for our movement. If, if he if he says uh, this guy is putting out phony information, everybody forgets their little friends and they go right to Trump and they say, OK, what's the phony information? And that's why they are so afraid of Trump. He is, without any doubt, the most charismatic yeah. American politician ever and the one who dominates the news yes. by far more than anyone else. That's what they're trying to take him out. But hang on, they know hang, they're hang, smart hang on, hang on. But you bring you bring you're bringing up signal, not noise. I got to get to this. The reason, and the audience used to hate it, but now I think they kind of understand what we're doing. The reason we show so much MSNBC, Rudy's absolutely correct. It's called wash, rinse, repeat. If you cut it on at five in the morning, all the way through. In fact, my young producers, even this morning, were saying the discipline of MSNBC. And these guys is is shocking. You start at five o'clock in the morning, and it's kind of like Ailes used to run Fox. Just saying, you, you go, you go all the way through the day, and it's the same message over and over. Got different people coming on, and maybe they pull some different data, but it's over and over and over and over again. It's pure propaganda, but they know how to do it, and that's what's so powerful. And we're very diffused, but the point is, this is still a referendum on them. And the American people understand that. We have to be maniacally focused on that. Certainly, and I'm a big advocate of Trump announcing now. I'm a big advocate of, obviously, everything you said. He's the charismatic leader of our movement. He must be defended. And not just that, it shows you what lengths, Rudy, they will go to to kneecap him and take him out. This is, what, the eighth time we've had to deal with this madness? But it is still a referendum. And that's what tomorrow they're going to try to, they're going to, try to change the subject. It's all about anti-democracy. And here's the point. If you want to run on climate change and abortion and democracy, run on that, baby. We'll, we'll take immigration, inflation, crime, wokeness to the Hispanic community and the African-American community. We'll take all in the economy. You get, you give us that. We'll take those issues. You have your issues. We'll see you on the evening of November 8th. Rudy Giuliani.
Well, you're absolutely right, Steve. I mean, that that is the formula that I could almost assure you will get us the House, the Senate, and probably big surprises in local areas. The other thing we've done that you noted earlier, and they this they don't really uh, have a handle on, we're creeping up from the swamps. By the swamps, I mean the parents, the, the school. For the first time, a lot of our people have understood this is local government, and local government's got a lot to do with this. And they have taken over and infiltrated our schools by understanding it better than us. But I noticed when my son first got involved running for governor, first thing he did is make an alliance with the parents, and it was one of the smartest things he did. He did about 20, he did about 20 parents' races. They have become now, if he wants to stay in politics, they'll be his supporters for 50 years. But that's where it starts. You've got to get... You got to get the people who took for granted that this country was being run right, and just and honestly, just you know, teachers. The teachers know what to. Do. They got to get in there and find out the teachers are a captive of a communist union. Uh, the bureaucrats know what to do. No, they don't. They also are captives of what are left-leaning. That's the nicest thing I can say say about them. Public unions, all of whom have an allegiance to a form of government that's different than ours and that will destroy it. We are getting involved now at the local level. No, they the don't parental even rights know the, it. They're not, the, they're not contesting the, us. The, We're beating the hell out of them. This is why I said at the beginning, the thing that shocked him the other night was in Florida, the Moms for Liberty and others, this sweep of the school boards and flipping like Miami-Dade. Rudy, before I leave you, I got I to gotta bring this up. Bill Barr, uh, I think it was Barry Weiss. It was a great interview. We've got it up and you got to watch it. Uh, I think I got it up on my Getter account. Bill Barr was there, and he was this, this. I tell you what, he is so terrible at every level. This guy is controlled opposition. His biggest beef in this entire interview is that the far right of the Republican Party just continues to get people worked up. This populist movement continues to get people worked up on what's wrong in the country, and what we should do is just have a group hug, right? And just have a group hug and talk about sunlit uplands, and it's all going to be correct. You've gone through a lot of cycles, Rudy, and a lot of turbulence. Uh, and you've delivered sun, sunlit uplands to people through hard work. Is Bill Barr correct? Should we just back off and just go have a group hug with the establishment Republicans and, more importantly, the far left, sir? Yeah, well, then we would be like uh, General Cornwallis at Appomattox. We, we would have given away we would have given away our country. And uh, more more even than that, we would have given away our Hold it, hold it. You went Rudy on me. Hold it, hold it. You went Rudy on me. General Cornwallis at Appomattox, you got to, this is your Zen master. This is Rudy as Zen master. <laughs> what, what do you mean, General Cornwallis at Appomattox? Well, I mean, we would that, we, What's we, the we sound of given, one hand clapping? What? We, we would have given up the fight. Uh, th- that's the end. Cornwallis was Yorktown, Lee was Appomattox. So pick pick a pick a surrender oh, and pick oh, a general. Oh. Did I say Appomattox? I'm sorry. I made I made a mistake. Uh but I, basically it's, it would it's co- a, 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 a a capitulation. A capitulation, yes. and that's exactly what they want, and it's exactly what they have on the part of some of our of some of our people. And uh the reality is there's no reason for that. Uh, we we have they're trying to convince us that we do, we don't have the resources to win. We're winning this. The mere fact that all they do is talk about us every morning on radio and television, they have nothing else to talk about, tells us that they're deathly afraid of us. What do I do when I'm being attacked and it isn't working? 
What do you do when you run a campaign and your guy's being attacked and it doesn't work? Ignore it. Ignore it. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. When you're getting the hell kicked out of you, that's all you talk about. Well, they're getting the hell kicked out of them. They are. And if we could be a little more united, this could be a nice, clean uh, victory. And if Giuliani could remember that it was... uh, (laughs) Was Cornwallis was a revolution. Maria, Maria, where are you? Help me, baby. Help me, baby. Real quickly, what's what's the podcast? Give me the podcast. How do people get to the podcast? They go to Rudy Common Sense. No, Rudy Giuliani CS.com. Rudy Giuliani CS.com. Rudy the Great at Yorktown. I got you on. I got the great Steve Bannon on. It's doing great. And I also have the movie on. It's coming out on September 7th, Hunter Biden, My Son. Oh, it I love it. Fab- done by Davey. It is fabulous. we got to bounce. Thank you, Rudy like Great. 2000- Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Now, take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find a ready-hour, three-month emergency food kit from my patriot supply it's what i call inflation fighting food this kit is packed with emergency meals the kind that stay fresh for up to 25 years and these meals not only stay fresh they stay affordable too that's because right now my patriot supply is giving you 250 dollars off this three-month kit get it and you're guaranteed affordable meals when food prices get completely out of control in other words you'll lock in the affordable food for years to come. When you're ready for real preparedness, make sure to look for ready hour foods for My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com and save 250 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit. It ships fast and it ships free. Get yours now, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Action, action, action. And, and, and Jonathan O'Meara, add to that, I, man, I, I forgot, did it fund the FBI calls? Mm-hmm. Uh, Republican members of Congress calling the premier law enforcement agency in America the Gestapo, calling them communists, calling them, uh, you know, uh, uh, thugs, talking about defunding the FBI, calling them the enemy. Newt Gingrich, who's not an elected Republican, but certainly uh, a former Republican speaker, calling FBI uh, proud men and women who protect our country, protect them from drug cartels, protect them from Al Qaeda attacks, from ISIS attacks, uh, from 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 uh, human trafficking. These people who work every day to keep us safe in this country, former Republican Speaker of the House calls them wolves, saying they want to devour Americans. Uh, considering whoa, them whoa, the whoa, enemy- whoa, 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 because I've only got so much time. I can uh, uh, look at this punch list. The premier law enforcement uh, entity in America, and look at what he names: drug cartels. Are you kidding? Give me a break. Give me a break, and I can say that from being inside the administration and having the thing. Drug cartels? Are you kidding me? No check mark. Human trafficking? Are you kidding me? And I'm not talking. I'm making some announcement. Oh, we got 50 people on a, on some uh, child porn site. No, 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 no. Human trafficking? Are you kidding me? 
Have you seen the invasion of the southern border? You see the cartels run the Rio Grande Valley. They run, they run northern Mexico and they run the southern border of the United States. Trust me. What do you talk? Al Qaeda and look, the New York, the NYPD intelligence unit is the one that stopped the 14 attacks. What under Ray Kelly and, 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 and the other commissioner, right? Well, under Bloomberg and, and Rudy stop. It was the NYPD intelligence. Wasn't the FBI. They didn't even want the FBI in the room. And by the way, great job on 9-11. Give me Chinese Communist Party infiltration. Show me anywhere. Show me anywhere with facts, Morning Mika, where the FBI, don't give me your nonsense. The premier law enforcement, yes, they're a bunch of wolves and they should be defunded immediately, hearings later. And today they're all quitting. All the whistleblowers, they should know whistleblowers are coming out of the woodwork. We've asked the great uh, reported columnist for the New York Post, who is really the hero uh, in this story to actually get this thing published, the laptop from hell and the author of the great book to come in and give her assessment of Morning Joe and her assessment of the FBI in developments over the last 24 to 48 hours. The great Miranda Devine. Thank you so much for joining us, Miranda. Your assessment of Morning Joe. I had to cut it off. There was another minute and a half. I couldn't take anymore. Uh, your assessment of Morning Joe and where do we stand with this FBI development, ma'am? Well, it's interesting that we now have journalists and media uh, operators who are actually defending abuse of power. That's the opposite of what journalism is supposed to be. It's about uncovering abuse of power, exposing it, not defending it and protecting it. And what the FBI is doing and has been doing for a long time is not its proper job. It's not down there at the border now. Uh, stopping these cartels from trafficking little children. There are videos of little children sedated in the arms of people traffickers. Why is the FBI not there? Uh, it's just heartbreaking and unbearable to think of what's happening to these kids um, once they get to their final destination. Uh, where is the FBI? These are terrible crimes occurring on our soil. Uh, instead of doing those jobs that we pay them $10 billion a year to do, uh, they are busy raiding the former president's home and rifling through his wife's closet, uh, and they are um, obstructing uh, any investigation into the Hunter Biden material. We had Timothy Tebolt, the FBI agent of 25 years, marched out of uh, the building uh, the other day, supposedly retired, probably on a full pension, generously, probably uh, I was trying to work it out yesterday, upwards of 80000 a year. Um, and uh, he he's uh, just one. I mean, that's not going to change anything. He's just one of the cabal of uh, FBI employees, agents, analysts, and so on, who are politically partisan and who are putting their thumbs on the scale of justice, have been doing this for at least since the beginning of the Trump uh, Trump's uh, arrival on the public scene. I mean, even before he was president, after he was president, this, they were spying on him. You just had Rudy Giuliani on. They spied on him for two years. It's 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 obscene. But you 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 understand how the world works, and you can weigh and measure things. If you look at 
you know the domestic terrorism thing about the uh, about the uh, the mom you know the parental rights movement people moms and dads going to school yeah. boards if you look at Tina Peters a gold star mother chained up like a dog all the way from Peter Navarro to all these uh, 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 James O'Keefe and others many others you know all the doors kicked down on all the J6 stuff for the misdemeanors and you compare that I want to go back to the punch list the cartels the car, they're not doing anything on the cartels the FBI's had zero impact on the cartels. I know the cartel wars backwards and forwards. I've been down there even before the Breitbart situation in 2008 or nine. You never hear about the FBI. The FBI is not, they're not in the cartel business. They're doing a terrible job and not a job at all in human trafficking. They, they, every now and again, you see 80 guys on some chat room watching some child porn. That's terrible. Don't get me wrong, but that's not the human yeah. trafficking price. Uh, ISIS and okay, give me a break. It's the NYPD intelligence units that saved New York City. Fourteen times they arrest and stop people. Not one time was the FBI involved. Go ask them. They'll tell you. They said they want the FBI out of the room, that joint terrorism task force and the FBI that said just got in the way and was so politically correct. The Chinese Communist Party has infiltrated the entire nation, from Wall Street to the corporations to Washington, D.C., to the universities. Nothing. Every now and again, you get some assistant professor in agronomy out in Iowa that stole a seed. Right. It's terrible. You got some guy in a research lab with a some chemist. They do just enough to say, oh, we're doing all this. And then they just stopped it. The Miranda Devine, as the, are they the premier law enforcement uh, entity in this nation, ma'am? Absolutely not. And I, I think their record shows it back a long way. Um, whether you look at I mean, yesterday was the anniversary of the death in 2007 of Richard Jewell, the hero security guard who saved countless lives at the Atlanta Olympic bombing in 1996. And he was um, just smeared and framed and monstered by the FBI because they just wanted an easy scapegoat. Uh, they were incompetent and lazy and corrupt and evil, basically. They destroyed that man's life. He died prematurely. And, uh, you know, you go back to Rudy, Ruby Ridge, uh, Waco, um, how many disasters have there been just in recent times, the Gretchen Whitmer uh, entrapment case? Um, that That's blown up in their face. And, uh, it, you know, the, the glimpse that we have uh, of this very secretive organisation and the supposed premier uh, law enforcement officers in the land, uh, there was one guy there who was arrested for uh, beating his wife. There was video of the bedroom with blood everywhere. Uh, and he, he'd uh, allegedly beaten her because she objected to go, his dragging her along to a swingers party. Um, this is one of the great FBI agents that uh, was there in the uh, Richard Whitmer case, which the, the FBI created, concocted out of old cloth so as to destroy and smear and, and scapegoat um, some, some people who are so marginal, so fringe, so poor, one of them was living in a basement with no electricity and no running water, smoking weed all day. These are the great masterminds that they were uh, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, they you... bribed one of their informants. $54,000 they gave him. How much money are they wasting on these kind of wild goose chases, which are basically all about PR exercises for the FBI? Can you give your, your – your, you people don't understand what happened here in the New York Post. And as much as I get on the Murdochs, it was a moment of journalistic heroism of what happened on this laptop from hell. You put your entire, you're revered, and you make a pretty good payday. You put it all on the line, 
all on the line on this situation uh, of the laptop from hell, Hunter Biden's, and you were smeared immediately, and then FBI sitting there and went to Facebook and, and, and Twitter also, and they knew it from December of the year before, they were out to smear you and leave you holding the bag and destroy you personally. What is your assessment of the FBI's involvement in what is going to turn out to be a, 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 a article of impeachment on Joe Biden that's coming as sure as the turning of the earth? What was the FBI's involvement, ma'am, in, in bringing any of this to light as the premier law enforcement, as the premier law enforcement uh, entity in the world. Of course, Morning Meek and the Joe said, oh, they're going to be talking about emails and Hunter Biden's videos or anything like that. What was their involvement when you put your entire career on the line? The New York Post put their entire reputation on the line. Even the Murdochs put their entire news operation on the line to get the information out to the American people in a timely manner, ma'am. Steve, I think it was extremely sinister. I think their role was uh, more as instigator now. Um, when you uh, listen to the latest Joe Rogan podcast with Mark Zuckerberg. He let slip some uh, sort of details or nuance that uh, wasn't so evident in his um, Senate testimony uh, back in 2020. Um, he he really, um, I guess, let the cat out of the bag in terms of saying that, well, no, uh, the FBI didn't specifically say it was about this story, but he didn't sound very convincing. And when I asked the FBI, the uh, Facebook uh, for more details on that, uh, I asked them, did the FBI brief you on Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Ukraine or, the, or a laptop before uh, the election? Uh, and they only replied uh, they did not mention Hunter Biden. So we can assume from their omissions that they did mention Joe Biden, maybe even Ukraine, maybe even a laptop. It certainly was specific enough that Facebook knew within minutes and hours of our story going live on October 14, 2020, to shut it down. And uh, while Mark Zuckerberg pretends that they weren't as bad as, as uh, Twitter, they were worse because they were the first. It was Andy Stone, uh, Facebook's communications man manager, uh, a Democratic operative from way back, used to work for John Kerry, Barbara Boxer, uh, a Democratic super PAC. He comes out with a tweet uh, at 11 a.m. and he says uh, on the day of publication, he says, uh, I'm not going to link to the terrible New York Post story, uh, but uh, it's certainly eligible for fact-checking by our so you know honourable third-party fact-checkers who are all leftists. Um, and uh, we are now going to uh, basically suppress it. And Twitter followed suit. And so why did the FBI know so in such detail what story was coming up weeks before our story was published, maybe even before we even knew about the laptop, before Rudy Giuliani told us? Well, the FBI had been spying on Rudy Giuliani's cloud. They had access to all his emails and all his text messages uh, from uh, I think it was April of, uh, no, sorry, May of 2019. And that was one month after he became uh, Donald Trump's personal attorney officially. So they started spying on him. Presumably, they really wanted to spy on the president of the United States. Um, so at the time, August uh, 26, 27, when John Paul MacIsaac contacted Rudy Giuliani to tell him about the laptop that Hunter Biden had abandoned in his store uh, in Delaware, his computer repair store, 
um, back in April of 2019, um, that email that John Paul MacIsaac sent Rudy Giuliani would have been visible to the FBI because they were spying. So they would have been forewarned about our story. They would have seen my communications with Rudy Giuliani. They knew it all. So they were ready and they they were very effective in censoring it. Miranda, hang hang on one second. We're going to get to the uh, update on this story when we return. Miranda Devine, the great columnist for the New York Post, joins us in the war room. Just a moment. Millions of Americans are waking up to a country they don't recognize. And while they struggle to raise their families and pay the bills, the media and corporations are telling them they're what's wrong with the country. Well, thankfully, there are a few companies that still believe in America and our Constitution. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone company, is on the front lines fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. I want to repeat that. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. Get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is supporting the values that made America great and will make her great again. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon to get free activation. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Action, action, action. Do this today. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. Uh, everybody, get up on Getter. Nigel Farage actually joined yesterday. Nigel's going to join us if, uh, on the 5 p.m. show live to talk about it uh, on Getter and all the updates in the U.K. want to go back to Miranda. Miranda, 51 intelligence officers signed that letter that said it was Russian disinformation. Some of those had to check with the FBI. Was the FBI purposely pushing the Russian disinformation lie that we know. And obviously they knew it was a lie back in December of 2019. Were they actively pushing that? Well, look, circumstantial evidence tells you yes, because, um, you know, they managed to get that letter together within five days of our story going live. Um, That's a record time to get 51 people at disparate, you know, some of them retired, some of them at different agencies, all to sign a letter that was going to be a political bombshell. So they must have been lined up uh, ahead of times. Uh, John Brennan certainly played a part in that, former CIA agent, uh, sorry, leader. Um, And so, you know, it, it stands to reason that because I can't stress enough how crucial it was that the FBI had access to all of Rudy Giuliani's communications over that period so they knew exactly who he was talking to they knew as the minute pretty much he did 
that John Paul MacIsaac was was uh, spilling the beans, and they knew they thought they had John Paul MacIsaac locked down. They had been menacing to him. They had threatened him when they came to pick up the laptop. They had been extraordinarily rude to his father. Um, and uh, they'd taken the laptop. They'd taken a copy of the, a hard drive that he'd made a clone of the laptop. Um, and they basically told him to keep his mouth shut. And then uh, he didn't. Uh, you know, they, they, he gave it to the FBI in December 2019. And then here he is in August of 2020 contacting Rudy Giuliani. So they knew then that they had a problem that they had to shut down. I believe that is why they then preemptively went to social media and other media organisations to warn them with enough detail of what our story would be, or, or they didn't even know it would be the New York Post at that stage, uh, to give them enough warning so that they would recognise immediately when this story came up and shut it down. And really, you can't blame the social media companies. If the FBI comes to you and, and basically instructs you that this is going to be Russian disinformation that could damage the election and, and throw the election, then you kind of have no choice but to shut it down. Um, and so this is the FBI acting in a malign way, in a deliberate way. And um, then, of course, uh, when Rudy Giuliani was talking to me uh, at the New York Post about uh, getting the story out, they knew exactly when the story was going to come out, which would also explain why Facebook was, uh, again, immediately on guard. So uh, I, I don't think any of this is a coincidence. I think it's a strategy and it worked very well for them. And we know that uh, because the story was suppressed, uh, half the country at least didn't know about it. Biden voters, two and three, I think, had no idea about the corruption that was revealed about the Biden family on the laptop. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, something like 40%, I think, would have changed their vote had they known. That's polls, but lots of polls. But, yeah, that. no, this is why President Trump's putting up on social media right now that, hey, we have to have another election. The thing would be reversed. It's absolutely if, if it, people had known this. First off, the independent voters would have would have totally turned against Biden. They know he's compromised. And it's not the hunter perversion as bad as that is. It's the compromise by the Chinese Communist Party. The lap, your book is still look, your reporting and your book is still the definitive account of this. And that's going to be, I tell everybody, it's a primer for the impeachment hearings they're going to take. They're going to be impeachment hearings of this. There's no doubt. The compromise, I mean, Miranda, the compromise by the Chinese Communist Party alone for money is absolutely shocking. There's never been any presidential candidate or any candidate for high office has been as compromised by our the, our greatest enemy, Miranda Devine. Yes, and, and also the quid pro quo uh, that's pretty clear that Vice President, then Vice President Biden, uh, made with Ukraine, uh, the withholding of the $1 billion of aid if they didn't fire the very prosecutor, Victor Shokin, who was at that moment investigating Verisma, the company that was paying his son, you know, $83,000 a month. Uh, they knew that that was an absolute pot potato. And this is why, therefore, the impeachment happened. And the FBI knew throughout the impeachment that began in just just after they picked up the laptop in December 2019 and went on uh, right up until the pandemic broke um, in 2020, the the FBI knew that they were sitting on it. They they were they had looked at the laptop. We know that because one of them rang John Paul Mac Isaac technical advice, and that there were at least three of them in the room looking at the laptop. They knew what was on it, but it was suppressed by these dirty agents uh, in this cabal in Washington D.C. who deliberately. Uh, suppressed any uh, information, including Tony Bobolinsky's material, 
his hours of interviews that he had with the FBI, um, all of that was suppressed. Uh, Brian Orton and Timothy Tebolt are two FBI operatives that we've been told about by the whistleblowers Chuck Brasley's been talking to, but there are many more and uh, their names will be coming out. Miranda, how do people get the book? How do they get to your reporting? Because this story is going to be dwarf Watergate by many orders of magnitude. How do people get to you? Well, um, the book's uh, selling on Amazon and all good bookstores, Barnes & Noble. Uh, Some bookstores still refuse to carry it, but uh, so be it. And uh, then you can get me on social media, on uh, Twitter, uh, Getter, Truth Social, um, at Miranda Devine, also through the New York Post. And uh, your columns are you're, you're, uh, you're two times a week, uh, at least, in the New York Times? New York Post, yep. New York Post, New York Post. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the New York Times. <laughs> Miranda Devine at the New York Times, that would be a scoop. Miranda, thank you so much. Th- this story is absolutely a blockbuster. It's only going to get bigger, and we thank you for breaking it, what, a couple of years ago and sticking with it. And it's, I tell you, it shows you the power of the story. The book's still in hardcover. It's still selling. So when everybody's the best primer for the impeachment is to get this as, as your starting point. Miranda Devine, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. Okay, we're taking a short commercial break. We've got uh, the great Alex Jones. We're trying to tee him up. We've also got Ben Harnwell. We have Joe Allen. Uh, we have this blockbuster story from the Christian Post. as an update on that. So we're going to have Brandon Showalter. The second hour is jam-packed. Stick around. We'll be back in 90 seconds in the world. Started, everything's begun, and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.